Welcome to the Untold Tales Audio Anthologies. Written by Mark Neufer and narrated by Melissa Del Toro Schaffner. Nightcap. The first thing we do, let's kill all the lawyers. Shakespeare, Henry VI, Part 2, Act 4, Scene 2. Stephen woke suddenly, one of those snap-awake-totally-aware things that rarely happen. With eyes still shut, an ominous feeling invaded his being. The inability to move his torso, arms, or legs was proof enough to him that he was dreaming. Eyes cracked open, no crusties. First sight revealed he was floating naked, encased in a glass-like tube. The room was, well, there was no room. No vistas, nothing, except a low-level diffused light coming from every direction. Tap, tap, tap. Looking to his left, toward the noise, Stephen saw a vague, somewhat androgynous, totally hairless human-like being, the source of the annoying sound. Please pay attention, Mr. Reynolds. We haven't much time. I need you to indicate your acceptance on this form. What form? Oh, so sorry. This has been an endless day. You're my 123rd transfer of this afternoon. A shimmering two-dimensional plane appeared in Stephen's cocoon, eight inches from his face. What the hell is this? Your intake document. Disclosures are at the bottom. <laughs> it's standard boilerplate language the lawyers insist we use. If you'll focus on the center dot, we can record your retinal print. You can return to the living, or, more precisely, your bed. <laughs> well, that tells me nothing. This is the nuttiest dream I've ever had. Sir, while you are dreaming, I assure you everything we do here is quite real. Now, if you'll simply indicate... Whoa, fella. I'm not signing anything. Just <laughs> what's going on here? Stephen was developing a high dislike for this annoying little denizen. As any dreamer knows, you're along for the ride while your brain sorts and shuffles things, clearing out the dead wood. Sir, you're here for an adjustment. Now, please cooperate. I have ten more people waiting for clearance before I can go home, and I don't get overtime pay. Adjustment? What sort of adjustment? We will shorten your lifespan by three years, all quite regular and safe. Look into the... Shortening? Why the hell are you doing that? I don't give consent. I won't agree to this, not even in a dream. The adjuster sighed, shoulders dropping. <sighs> You're the third one today to request an adverse intake. I'm required to inform you this procedure will happen with or without your consent. With it, you lose only three years. Otherwise, it's double. Please don't make me call my supervisor. She's been in such a sour mood lately. And just why do you want to shorten my life? To what purpose? As I said, this is an adjustment. Compensation for something you will do in your future. I don't have all the details, but whatever happened, it was long ago in our past. That doesn't sound like compensation to me. It sounds more like a punishment. And what do you mean by long ago? 
Oh, <laughs> I see you're confused. That happens. The compensation is for the human species, for a better and brighter world. If you believe the brochures, whatever you did happened in your personal future. Now, hold it right there, Buster. What did I do? Or rather, what will I do to deserve this sentence? And just how do you make such a precise adjustment? The sad-faced being looked at the watch he didn't appear to be wearing. Okay, I'll give you the condensed version. First, I have no idea what you might do. Perhaps a series of small actions or one enormous thing. Even a mistake, possibly. As if reciting a memorized passage, the adjuster cleared his throat. In your far future, we, your much-improved descendant species, learned how to adjust the past by tweaking things a bit, oiling the skids, so to speak. Early in human history, our joint proto-species struggled with the self-inflicted cultural wounds. It wasn't a pleasant time to be semi-human. The adjustments we make are to smooth the past, making your future, our past, incrementally better. The past of all human varieties, going back to the dawn of sentience, has benefited greatly from our efforts. We've been doing this for a very, very long time, you see. These adjustments have made the here and now a most pleasant place to exist. Yes, most pleasant. Giving a cheerful smile, things get better and better every day. Quite a beautiful thing to behold. So, in the interest of all future humanity, if you'll just... So, you're telling me you zip back in time, changing everything to suit your current desires? It seems to me a dangerous sort of thing to do. Any mistake on your part could wipe you out before you're even created. Oh, no. You misunderstand. We don't go back in time. That's quite impossible. Nothing material can be forced backward. Not being a scientist, I don't know all the details, but apparently there are some sort of energies, particles, or waves which do travel in opposition to time's arrow. We manipulate those to make incremental, minuscule changes in our ancestors, removing species' stress points, upgrades, if you will. Well then, how do you shorten my life? I'll bet there's a way to beat you at your game. Um, <laughs> no, not really. The adjustment causes your gene caps, your telomeres, to recede slightly. Those naturally shorten with each cell division until depleted. When a cell can no longer divide, it eventually dies. After enough of that piles up, your organs fail. It's a matter of shaving off just a smidgen. Quite simple, actually. So, when I wake up, I'll be aware of this? Oh, no. The memory engrams of our interaction must stay as neutral as possible. You understand, I'm sure. Uh, no. No, I don't. Well, it would do no good for you to know about this. It could ball things up considerably if people started talking about it. My job is tough enough. There will, however, be residual effects, such as vague feelings of unease when you contemplate, let's say, unsavory actions, though you'll still have free will. You're talking about my conscience? Yes, exactly. Like I said, an upgrade. Now you have it. The original Homo sapiens weren't given much of one. One what? 
Are you even listening to me? A conscience. Mr. Reynolds, not much of a conscience. How many others have gone through your adjustments? Eventually everyone, sir. Everyone. Now what will it be? Three years or six? Stephen hesitated then. Three. The next day, while crossing the street, Stephen was hit by a truck. It's a new season, and we have some new authors and new storylines that will absolutely delight you. And as you know, we absolutely love our listeners, fans, and patrons. If you loved what you heard, consider joining us over on Patreon. That's where all the fun happens. Just visit www.patreon.com forward slash Melissa Del Toro voiceover. If you'd like to read more of the stories in the Untold Tales series, not narrated here on our podcast, you can find Jeff's books on Amazon.com in paperback and Kindle format. The links for all of this information are conveniently listed in this episode's show notes. Thank you and have a wonderful day.